Welcome back to Growing Up With Tech. My name is Lowell Brown. I'm the host of this podcast. And on today's episode, I've got a very special treat for you. Several months back, I recorded this episode, and it was the first interview episode that I had recorded for this podcast. One of the very first episodes that I had recorded. And I wanted to wait a couple months until the podcast got rolling to release this. So I'm really excited to share this interview with Michelle Ackley, who is from a product company called Sphero, an educational product company. So let's jump into it. We're going to talk all about these educational products, why your kids would love them, why they're used in school, and why you may want to get one of these products for your kids. So let's get started with episode seven of the Growing Up With Tech podcast. Hi, everybody. I'm really excited to bring on a guest, Michelle Ackley from Sphero. Sphero is a, um, a product company, a coding um, educational tool. And I will let Michelle um, talk about that in, in a second and, and who, she does, who she is and what she does for the company. But I wanted to tell a little bit of a story about how I got introduced to Sphero in the first place. So um, going back about, I guess, four years ago, um, I had taken my kids to the Apple store for uh, some of the educational events that they have at the Apple store. And one of them was an hour of code. And basically you just go to the Apple store, you sign up. This is back before COVID when we could go in person to different places. And um, we signed up for, for this event and there was a small group of kids there and, and they got to play a game and learn to code. And my kids really enjoyed it. And I started to look at other events that the Apple store had. And one of them was another event with Sphero where they got to learn to code and learn to um, use a uh, the Sphero um, ball and uh, program it to go through a maze. So it was kind of an obstacle course type of a um, uh, an event. And my kids really, really enjoyed it. And um, we actually had done a second one another time and that encouraged me because they got so into it to um, purchase the Sphero Bolt, which is one of the, the products. So that's how I kind of got exposed to it. And um, my kids just really enjoyed playing with it and, and both the gamification side of things, but also being able to see how they could interact with something and program it to do um, certain actions. So with that, I did want to introduce Michelle and uh, Michelle, I'm going to, I'm going to turn it over to you to introduce yourself and what you do for, for Sphero. Yeah, thank you. Um, thanks for having me. My name is Michelle Ackley and I am the senior director of product and content at Sphero. And all that really means is I drive product development to ensure that our products are based on educational content. So ultimately, our goal is to ensure that kids are having their best day at school with our products, as well as at home and having meaningful experiences at home. Um, I haven't always done this. My background, I spent a number of years teaching in New York City and Chicago public schools, teaching mathematics, both middle and high school. And as a teacher before my career in ed tech, I noticed that kids came to life when I was able to bring technology into the classroom. So even if we were learning about linear equations, if you could bring and tie it to a real world experience with technology, 
all of a sudden kids were engaged in it and excited to be involved. And that's really what led me to my career in ed tech and eventually at Spiro, um, which has been quite the journey and a ton of fun, especially since I have two daughters of my own at home um, who love playing with our products as well. That's awesome. And uh, why don't you talk a little bit about the different products um, that Sphero has? And I guess to, to begin with, just give us a background about the company, how things got started. I believe it was 2015, um, if I'm not right, or, or 2010. Um, and, and just tell us about how the company formed and, and how it's grown and, and a little bit about the, the products that you guys sell. Yeah. So Sphero was founded in 2010. Uh, our founders thought it would be a lot of fun um, to connect a robotic ball to a phone. So back in the day when we didn't control as much with our phone as we do today. Um, and from there, people wanted to learn to program that ball. So from that uh, spun Sphero EDU or a version of Sphero EDU, which is our application that you use to program Sphero. It was a round white ball that you could program. Um, at some point, it made its way into the classroom and teachers fell in love with it. Uh, we made a number of products during that time, um, but specifically this round ball is what got them excited. And it was white and at the time, the teachers really wanted to learn what is in the inside. So not only did they wanna control it, they wanted to know how is it made? And so they started sawing open the ball and um, they would contact our support desk and say, hey, how do I get it back together? Uh, and unfortunately we had to say, <laughs> you can't put it back together, but um, that's when we started to make our, our clear uh, robotic ball. So you can see the insides of it. Um, and that was Spark Plus, but now our latest version, Sphero Bolt, um, has a number of sensors as well as a programmable matrix on top so kids can create emojis, uh, send messages, all of those things can be programmed. So Sphero Bolt is one of our flagship products. Um, along the way, we've also created Sphero Rover, which uh, ages up um, and is really fun. Uh, you can use a lot of third-party tools to create fun and exciting things and program at a higher level. We also have Sphero Mini, which is a much smaller version of our flagship product um, at a lower price point for especially families just trying to get involved and get started with programming. Uh, it's just about the size of a golf ball. Um, speaking of which, we also have Sphero Golf, which is a fun little uh, robotic ball that you can bring out onto the golf course and pretend like you got a hole in one. Um, and so all of these robotic offerings uh, have just been amazing in the classroom. And then in 2019, we uh, acquired and worked with a company now called LittleBits, um, which are electronic building blocks um, and are made for inventors uh, to create new creations um, and are really exciting to use as well. It's awesome. Okay, so let's take a step back and talk about the um, the, the Sphero ball first, and then we'll we'll get into the um, the the circuit um, building side of things. Um, so, with the ball, can you just explain how exactly that works and how um, this ball that and I I first my my first um, interaction with it was the original white ball, and then I think the second time was the one with the the. Uh, sort of more translucent body. Um, and like I said, I have the bolt at home now with my kids. Um, so can you talk about how exactly 
kids would interact with it? What are the tools they need to use? Um, is it is it on a computer? Is it iPad, iPhone? Is it on Android? And, and how does that work? How do they go and get started if they were to do that? Yeah. Um the thing that you need in order to connect to Sphero Bolt is the Sphero EDU app. Um, Sphero EDU app is available on iOS, Android, Mac, Windows, Chrome, and Kindle. So pretty much any device that you have can connect to it. The way it connects is via Bluetooth. So that is necessary in order to have that connection. Um, as soon as you open the app, you can connect to to the robot. Within that app, you'll find activities and starter programs to get you going. Um, we also have the Sphero Play app, which is exactly as it sounds. It's a little more playful where there are different drive modes, um, whether it's a slingshot, there's a scream drive where you yell at the phone and the louder you go, the the faster the ball rolls. Um, so as you can imagine, that's really fun with a bunch of uh, elementary students. Um, but those are the two um, primary things that you would need to get started. And from there, kind of your options are limitless. That's awesome. And how, um, can you talk about how schools are using these tools and, and what sort of support you give to the, the schools? Yeah, um, so schools, typically buy a, a product of ours called the Bolt Power Pack. With inside the Bolt Power Pack, it's a essentially a suitcase full of robots, 15 robots to be exact. It's a very durable suitcase um, so that it can transition from one classroom to the next. Um, schools then download the Sphero EDU app on their students' devices, which typically we see as iPads or Chromebooks. And then within the Sphere EDU app, we offer um, hundreds of activities and lessons that are standard aligned to both state and national standards that teachers can pull from and research on their own. We also offer a curriculum called Computer Science Foundations that really gets teachers started. Um, for those that are afraid to teach computer science, it's really new to um, our generation, but the kids of today, it's it's every day, right? It's essentially another language that they're starting to learn at birth, but we want to make sure our teachers feel prepared. So we did create this curriculum to help them get started. And then on top of that, we offer professional development services um, for educators who are just trying to get started and, and want to know where to begin. That's great. So it's, it's really, you know, it's more than just a company that's selling products, you're really supporting the community and you're supporting both teachers and parents. And, and um, I'm assuming that these, the applications themselves and the, and the um, education side of the applications is constantly evolving. Is that right? That's correct. Um, we're constantly putting out new lessons and new activities. Um, on top of that, there is a community section within our Sphere EDU app where teachers who are creating really new and interesting things, they can post uh, within the EDU app and share with the rest of the community. Um, we also have a group of educators called Sphero Heroes. Um, it's 106, I believe, educators that are global that really represent our brand and are going school to school and supporting in their own schools on how do you integrate robotics and computer science into your core curriculum. 
Um, it doesn't have to be a class of its own. Uh, it can integrate into math, science, language arts. Um, so this core group of educators is really helping us get the word out and showing others that it is attainable um, and easy to use. And most importantly, that it's engaging uh, students. Let's shift gears a little bit to the, the little bits. Can you talk about that and how, um, how that evolved and what exactly um, kids are kind of doing with that? Yeah. So uh, as I mentioned before, we acquired little bits uh, late in 2019. Um, and the reason why is we saw that uh, what they were doing is very similar to what we were doing. They were bringing uh, these tools, these technology into the classroom and really inspiring students to be creative. Little bits are very simple. Um, for every kick, you have at least a power an input and an output. And when you connect these three things, it's amazing what you can create. Um, so with that, so you have the power and then inputs or anything from different uh, sensors to buttons to uh, knobs. And then our outputs could be lights, uh, sound, movement. And what we're seeing is kids are actually creating inventions that might help with something. So uh, we saw a kid who in a classroom where his friend broke his arm and he couldn't raise his hand anymore. So he used the little bits to invent this automatic hand raising arm. And one That's thing incredible. that, yeah, right, but, and it was a third grader and it's just amazing what are the things that they think of and that they can create and really, what we see is hitting in on our mission, which is inspiring the creators of tomorrow. And one thing that Little Bits does that, that we don't see with Sphero is it has a truly unplugged experience or screenless experience. So with our STEAM student set, um, students can invent and create while being disconnected from a screen. And we all know how much screen time our kids are getting today. So uh, we find that part really important as well. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, I didn't realize that. So that is a good point. My kids have previously played with um, a circuit kit that was part of I don't know some 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 STEM tool, and and it had kind of like a guide inside that you could open up and build different things. And what I noticed with with uh, one of my kids was that he would just you know once he was done building everything, he would kind of make his own stuff. And I did really like the fact that it was it was almost like a board game. It was in a sense different where, you know, they are, you know, whether they're watching YouTube or they're doing, you know, whatever they're doing on their devices, it was something that you could kind of um, keep them away from the screens for a little bit and have them doing something else. But it still is a learning tool, a creative tool, that kind of thing. So can, can you talk about some other things that you have have seen kids build and, and is there kind of a platform where the kids share this? How do you, how do you um, kind of get to understand what the kids are doing? Is it through the teachers or is there another way that kids are sharing their creations? So we see kids uh, creating things from as simple as a, a little um, like catapult to moving cars to uh, we saw some inventions with COVID is a hand a sensor so that if you got anywhere your hand close to your face, it would beep at you. Um, <laughs> we see them solving some problems and then they can share their inventions as well as their teachers can share their inventions on Little Bits Classroom. So it's just littlebits.classroom.com um, where they can share those inventions 
and how they created them so that other students or teachers can go in and see those and recreate them. The big thing that we share on Little Bits Classroom is the invention cycle, which is um, when they design something, the next phase in it and they create it is to iterate. So they play with it and then they iterate on it. How do you make it better? Um, we really try to push that because sure, you can open a booklet and create something, but how do you make it better? Um, and we're constantly uh, encouraging our teachers to teach that as well as um, pushing it on or getting our students to think outside of the box and use those problem solving skills. That's really neat. So is it something where when when the students are featuring their items that they're um, is, is there a way that they kind of um, outline how it was created or what exactly they did? Almost like a blueprint that another, you know, another set of kids could follow and build it on their own? Or is it something where it's just a kind of a, a picture of it and, and that's it? Um, it can be both. Uh, and it depends on how much you want to share. We don't ever force anyone to share, but uh, they would list um, they would click on which bits they use, so which inputs, outputs um, they use for that specific creation, uh, and then they can provide as much detail or as little detail as they would like on how they got to that creation, and then share a picture of it as well. That's really amazing. And is there a community side on, on the website where people can kind of either give feedback, grade it, say if they like it or don't like it, or show how they've kind of expanded on somebody else's creation? We do not allow comments within our platforms just due to uh, privacy concerns. Um, but at the same time, they can reuse that and then they can post their own or their own creation. Um, within the Sphere EDU platform, they're with teachers, they can like things. We don't allow students to go in there and do that, but we do allow educators to go in and click likes if they like it so that other educators can see what are the most liked activities and lessons. Um, but we do hide a little bit of that from the students, just make sure we keep kids safe when they're online and on our platform have you seen where teachers are kind of using it as a as a classroom tool for projects or or uh, tasks like that or is it more of a fun kind of um, uh, activity per se for teachers um we definitely see it as projects and lessons uh of over time um we'll see that uh, teachers might be using Sphero and or little bits to teach specific concepts that um, that they're learning about. So uh, we had one teacher who was teaching about different seismic activity with earthquakes. Um, and from the Sphero side, they use the accelerometer within the robot and they tried, they put the robot on top of a structure they built. And then they tried to shake the structure so that the accelerometer didn't go off. So it was protected. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so actually using that data and within the Sphere EDU app, we actually have live streaming data so that they can pull that out. Um, same thing with the, on the little bit side. Uh, we were looking into some elementary classrooms and, and from there we actually created a whole unit of activities around language arts and literacy. They were reading stories in the classroom and they had to invent tools to help the main characters uh, overcome whatever that problem was that they read uh, within the story. So just again, bringing these lessons to life with uh, tech tools 
Um, and then a lot of times what we see is the unintended outcome is learning to program or learning how circuits work. If somebody is interested in, you know, whether it's Sphero, Rover, Little Bits, what would you recommend in terms of, you know, if someone's getting started, which product would you think is is best? And and can you explain how or where they can they can buy it? Yeah. Um, so for at home, we actually have these at home learning starter kits. One is for mini. Uh, it comes with a bunch of activity cards for both Sphero EDU, which is the programming side and Sphero Play. So you get both sides of that. And those activity cards really help build um, some of that educational value and teach them how to use the product. Um, so we have that learning at home learning starter kit for Sphero Mini, and then we have one for um, Little Bits as well. As well, it's called the at home learning starter kit, and where they can start to build some initial inventions and see what really piques their interest before diving fully in and getting one of our larger kits. And they can get both those at home learning starter kits on Sphero.com. And then if they want to go a little further, I would highly recommend Sphere Bolt um, or our STEAM student set from a little bit side. Very cool. And in terms of the different, because there are the different products and at different levels, and I'm sure some of the listeners have children at different ages. Can you speak to, you know, what age is this appropriate, you know, for, for different kids or are kind of, is the, the starter kit more appropriate for younger and then, you know, the, the bolt for older. Can you just speak a little bit about that? Yeah, I would say that our, um, for our younger students, the K to three, K four, kindergarten through fourth grade would be our at home the starter kits. Uh, those are, they are, we have step-by-step -step instructions to really get them to understand. For our older students, probably fourth through about eighth grade, I would say Bolt and our STEAM student set are um, the target market for those. Uh, they advance more quickly and uh, students can go deeper um, with both those products. And then if you have high school students, definitely Rover. Uh, the expandability options for Rover are endless and they integrate, as I mentioned earlier on, with some of that third party hardware for students who are wanting to learn Python um, or C++ or other programming languages that are not just block programming. Um, at the same time, though, Rover is super durable and you can use the Sphere EDU app, bring it outside uh, and it works with our younger students as well. That's great. So just just to reiterate, because I don't think we touched a lot on on Rover, it's it's almost like a car, right? It's like a robot car with wheels, and and it um, it's just that it's more expandable and and code wise, you can you can add other items to it. Is that right? That's right. Uh, some would say it almost looks like a tank with the treads it has, and then on top of it, it has a USB and a UART port where you can attach things like a Raspberry Pi, a Microbit, an Arduino. Um, you can also build structures on top of it, so robotic arms, uh, you know, different moving components to make it more advanced. We do have a little bit Rover Topper Kit that is the entry level topper kit for Rover so that you can create a robotic arm or a throwing arm on top of Rover. So programming while integrating the, um, the little bits with that. Awesome. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I really um, love learning a little bit more about 
Sphero, the company and all the different products. And I'm sure this was great for our listeners who have kids of different ages that are um, probably, you know, looking for creative ways and, you know, to get their kids off the screen and away from, let's say, YouTube and Netflix to actually doing something creative and, and um, fun that's, that's, you know, more using their mind. So this has been a great episode. And um, I'm really looking forward to hearing some feedback from from the listeners as well in terms of what they liked or if they have any other additional questions. Um, is there a way for, you know, if someone does have questions, if they wanted more information about the products, what would you recommend is the best way for them to, to get that? Um, of course, check out Spiro.com to view all of our products and how they work uh, and all the resources we have to offer. And then if they would like to email and ask any questions about products, I recommend they email support at Spiro.com and they will direct the email to the appropriate person or be able to answer it themselves. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I, I actually think I did years ago email Sphero because um, I wasn't sure between this was when the Bolt kind of had just come out and, and I wasn't sure which one was more appropriate, the older one or the newer one. So um, they did get back to me right away, which was great. So I can I can vouch for the communication on that side as well. Great. Again, thank you so much for, for joining me on this episode. And um, maybe down the road, we can do another episode and um, talk a little bit more in detail about uh, some of the, the products. How's that sound? Yes, that would be great. We definitely have uh, some new products coming out later this year. So we would love to be included. That'd be awesome. Thank you again so much. Okay. Thank you. So that wraps up another episode of the Growing Up With Tech podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Michelle Ackley of Sphero. I would love your help to spread the word about this podcast. If you know anybody with kids that you think would be interested, please let them know about the Growing Up With Tech podcast. And I would always love your help in getting an honest review and rating on the Apple podcast reviews. That does do a great deal to help us boost up in the rankings. Once again, thanks very much for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next episode coming up in a couple weeks. My name's Lowell Brown. Have a great day.